Hey, Smarty fans, your pal Trusty has a gift for you. A seven-day free trial of Who Smarted Plus. That's right. If you sign up for Who Smarted Plus, you'll get one week of free access to all our subscriber episodes and bonus Smarty Qs, all ad-free. Parents, educators, and Smarty Pants have been letting us know how much they love their Who Smarted Plus subscriptions. Now's your chance to see what all the excitement is about. Again, this offer is 100% free. You can cancel any time within the trial week. But I have a feeling you're going to want to stick around for all the exciting adventures and extra smarting. Sign up now right in Apple Podcasts or on whosmarted.com. Just click Join Who Smarted Plus. Thanks for smarting with us and supporting Who Smarted. Hey there, it's Trusty. And you know I love sitting at home listening to good podcasts as much as I love going on adventures. And do I have a great one to recommend to all you smarty pants and smarty parents from the award-winning Go Kids Go team. It's called Snoop and Sniffy. What happens when Snoop, an experienced dog detective from London, gets sent to small-town Pflugerville to train clueless puppy Sniffy as an undercover agent? Mystery, adventure, and chaos! Seriously, the town of Pflugerville isn't Dolesville like Snoop expected, and he quickly realizes that he can't handle all the action without Sniffy by his side. Even when they're able to turn a blind eye to the alien superheroes and villains battling it out for control of Pflugerville, Snoop and Sniffy have their paws full solving wild and wacky mystery cases on Bark Street. Do you love to laugh? Do you love animals? Do you have the brightest mind since Sherlock Holmes? Then tag along. There are already eight seasons of hilarious canine crimes to solve. Search for Snoop and Sniffy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Psst, Smarty Pants, when's your birthday? Go ahead, shout out the date. I'm guessing you all got it right, but that's an easy question. The hard question is this. Tell me your birthday without naming the month. Huh? For example, how many days is your birthday from the start of the year? 75, 246, 338? Not so simple now, is it? Unless you were born in January. Try this. You know how many years old you are, but how many days have gone by since you were born? Yeah, it's hard to imagine living without months or years. But ancient humans did just that. Until they figured out the best way to group days together. Of course, first they had to figure out days, which wasn't too complicated. Sun goes up, sun goes down. That's a day. But what about the rest? Why do we have seven-day weeks and months that vary from 28 days to 31 days? Where do the names of the months come from? And best of all, did you know the calendar you use today is full of mistakes? It's time for another whiff of science and history on... Who smarted? Who smarted? Who's smart? Is it you? Is it me? Is it science? Or history? Listen up! Everyone, we make smarting lots of fun on Who's Smarted? Quick question, Smarty Pants. How often do you use a calendar? You probably don't give it much thought, but chances are you use it a lot. 
at the very least, you refer to the months of the year to know when school starts and ends, which holidays are coming, Merry when summer is, Yay! the start of sports seasons, your birthday. Do you have lessons or practices on certain days of the week? It isn't easy keeping track of all those things without a calendar. At the same time, looking at today's calendar subjectively, which means based on opinion, it might seem like a bit of a mess. Huh? Well, for starters, every week has seven days, but every month is different. Some have 30 days, some 31, and what is up with February? It only has 28 days, but every four years it magically gains a day. Recently, there have been some proposals to do away with the current calendar and create a simpler one. One proposal would give February 30 days and... Silence! Who dares mess with the sacred keeper of days, months, and years? Sorry, I, I didn't mean to... Uh, excuse me, who are you? I am the great and powerful calendar. I contain the names of gods, goddesses, and emperors. Yes, that's true. Of course, one-third of the months are simply named after numbers. Silence! I demand respect. I wouldn't be the most widely used calendar in the world if I were not flawless. What is it, Smarto? What do you see? A curtain? Go check it out, boy. <laughs> Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. It's... 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 Oh, dear. You got me. Hey, you're not an all-powerful wizard. You're just a little desk calendar from 2012. Uh, hey, calendars come in all shapes and sizes. I may be a little out of date, but I'm still a calendar. Uh, call me Cal. Hi, Cal. So what's with that all-powerful wizard thing? I thought I'd get more respect that way. I don't want you or anyone else replacing me. <laughs> I get it. Listen, replacing the calendar system would take a ton of work, especially when so much of the modern world relies on it. Trust me, you're not going anywhere soon. People may have better ideas, but by and large, the calendar works. Really? But nothing lines up properly. Here, I'll show you. Uh, how many days are in a week? Uh, Smarty Pants, go ahead. Shout out the number of days in a week. Yep, I think we can all agree there are seven days in a week. Now there are, but that wasn't always the case. Huh? Uh, thousands of years ago, many different people had many different calendars with many different weeks. Ancient Egyptians had 10-day weeks. People in Central Asia and the Middle East created five-day weeks. And several tribes in West Africa followed four-day weeks. The seven-day week comes to us from the ancient Romans in Europe, who got it from the Babylonians, who also lived in the Middle East. Smarty Pants, can you guess why the Babylonians and Romans used a seven-day week? Is it because, A, moon phases are seven days apart? B, 
some foods spoil after seven days, or C, because there are seven continents. If you said A, you're right. Ah, it may be right, but it's not correct. There are four major phases of the moon. Half moon, full moon, another half moon, and a new moon, which you can't see. If each phase were seven days apart, you'd go through a full cycle in 28 days, seven times four. But the lunar cycle is actually 29 and a half days, so the week is off by a little bit. Whoa. The Babylonians recognized this problem early on, so after four weeks, they'd add a day or two, creating groups of 29 or 30 days. Do you know what these groups became known as? Any guesses, Smarty Pants? You got it! Moon pies! Moon pies? JK, we call them months. Yes, the word month actually comes from a word meaning moon. The Romans named the months we use today. They started off strong, naming March, May, and June after mythological gods and goddesses. April's name connects to spring. After that, they got lazy and just numbered the rest of the months. For example, September means seventh month, October means eighth month, November means ninth month, and December means tenth month. Um, but isn't December the twelfth month? That's what I'm saying. The calendar is all wrong. The Roman calendar originally had ten months, since they didn't bother counting the winter months. Eventually, they decided to do that, so they added January and February, named after the Roman gods Janus and Februs. They put those at the end of the calendar as the 11th and 12th months. That makes sense. Until they moved them. But I'm getting to that. The Romans thought even numbers were bad luck, so their months were either 29 or 31 days. But if you add together the days of 12 odd-numbered months, you get a year with an even number of days. Instead of creating a whole year of bad luck, the Romans decided to put all the bad vibes on only one month, February. That's why it has an even number of days, 28. Uh. That made a calendar year with a nice odd number of days, 355. Uh, but an Earth year is 365 days. Yep. Another problem. Soon the Roman calendar was out of step with the seasons, with spring starting as late as May. Then along came Emperor Julius Caesar, and he made some changes. He adopted a 365-day calendar based on the seasons, following what was already being done in Egypt and Greece. He added days to every month except February. That month, he saved for his other new creation, the leap year, which gives February an extra day every four years, since a year is technically a little more than 365 days. Huh? 
this new calendar, called the Julian calendar, uh, put January and February at the beginning of the year. So September, October, November, and December became the ninth, 10th, 11th, and 12th months, even though those numbers don't match their names. However, they did change two months, Quintilis and Sextilis, which mean fifth and six months. Those months were renamed after Julius Caesar and another powerful emperor, Caesar Augustus. Smarty Pants, do the names Julius and Augustus sound familiar? What months do you think are named after them? Did you say July and August? Uh, They put those months between June and September. With July and August, this Julian calendar seems a lot like the one we use today. Yes, but there were still more problems. And you'll hear all about them right after this quick break. Hi, Trusty here with a special message for all the parents and guardians listening. I know how important it is for your child to excel in every way possible, especially when it comes to education. Well, thanks to my friends at IXL, you don't have to go it alone. IXL is a personalized learning platform that's transforming the way children master everything from math to social studies. IXL's interactive courses and immediate feedback ensure learning is super engaging and accessible for every student, pre-K through 12th grade. Imagine that, a tool that grows with your child, offering personalized recommendations based on their progress. And we know it works because we've used it ourselves. Adam Tex Davis, co-creator of Who Smarted, used IXL to help his daughter stay on top of her schoolwork and excel in her classes. Backed by research, students who use the IXL program are more likely to get higher test scores because IXL functions like a tutor. And whether your child needs help with homework, classwork, test prep, or is looking for a challenge, IXL has you covered, and all of that at an affordable rate. A one-month subscription to IXL costs less than what most tutors charge for an hour. And one subscription is good for every child in your household. Join the millions of parents who trust IXL and make an impact on your child's learning today. Oh, and who smarted listeners get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up now at IXL.com slash smarted. Visit IXL.com slash smarted to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. IXL Learning. Inspire. Excel. Learn more at IXL.com. Hey there, smarty moms, dads, adults, and anyone who loves great food but doesn't always have the time or energy to grocery shop, prep, and cook a big meal. Well, take it from me, the trusty narrator. I found the perfect solution to having delicious, home-cooked meals without all the time and hassle. It's called Factor Meals. With Factor Meals, you can forget about all the shopping, chopping, or even washing dishes. That's because Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals arrive at your door ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. That's right. With Factor, you and your family are always just two minutes away from chowing down on chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, delicious gourmet meals. 
from Calorie Smart to Protein Plus to vegetarian to keto options, Factor has six menus guaranteed to meet your wellness goals. And with over 35 meal choices and 60 add-ons weekly, your taste buds will never get bored. I personally started ordering Factor meals last month for those busy days when I want a tasty lunch or dinner that fills me up and crushes my nutrition goals, but I only have five minutes to cook it. And Factor 100% delivers on time, every time. So head on over to factormeals.com slash smarted50 and use code smarted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code SMARTED50 at factormeals.com slash SMARTED50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Now back to Who Smarted? Okay, smarty pants, you heard how the months got their names, but who named the days of the week? If you guessed the Romans, you're right. The Romans named Sunday after the sun and Monday after the moon. The remaining days were named after planets, which also got their names from Roman mythology. Tuesday is named after the Roman god Mars. Wednesday is Mercury. Thursday is Jupiter. Friday is Venus. And Saturday is named after Saturn. When the English translated the days, they changed them slightly to reflect mythological German and Norse gods who were similar to Roman ones. In fact, one weekday is named after a Norse god who inspired a popular comic book character. Any guesses which day? Is it Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday? The answer is Thursday, also known as Thor's Day. After the hammer-wielding Norse God of Thunder, who inspired Marvel superhero Thor. Who is great and powerful like me? Yes, Cal, you're powerful. You don't need to use the wizard machine. Even with all my mistakes. Even with all your mistakes. Including the year? Uh, what's up with the year? Well, it's not really counting from anything. When the Romans joined the Christian faith and became followers of Jesus, they decided to count years from the moment of Jesus' birth. Since Jesus was born hundreds of years earlier, the best they could do was guess the date. And now it looks like they were wrong. Even Christian leaders today say Jesus was likely born several years before year one. That means every year is just a random number. So why do we use the Julian calendar with its mistakes when so many other calendars exist? There's a Hebrew calendar, a Buddhist calendar, a Muslim calendar, a Chinese calendar, even an ancient Mayan calendar. Why use the Julian one? We don't. The Julian calendar had another big mistake that had to be corrected. Too many leap years. (gasps) Too many leap years? Yes. All the extra days caused spring to start at the wrong time. 400 or so years ago, Pope Gregory XIII came up with a new calendar, the Gregorian calendar. 
It cut down the number of leap years using fancy math I won't get into right now. And to get spring back on track, it eliminated ten days in October of 1582. People went to bed on October 4th and woke up the next morning on October 15th. What? Of course, not every country followed this new calendar, so some places were ahead of others by ten days, creating a lot of confusion. Then, in 1752, the British Empire, which controlled a large part of the world, finally adopted the Gregorian calendar, and now it's the most used calendar in the world, despite its mistakes. This is a good lesson for all you smarty pants. If you ever make a mistake, don't feel bad. Think of the calendar. It's made lots of mistakes, and it's still going strong. The calendar is always right. Except when it's wrong, which is almost every day. A special shout out to Smarty fan Logan in Farmington, Utah. We're so glad you love listening to Who Smarted in the car on the way to school in the morning. Thanks so much for smarting with us and for being such an excellent Smarty Pants. This episode, The Calendar, was written by Dave Beaudry and voiced by Taya Garlid and Jerry Colbert. Technical direction and sound design by Josh Hahn. Who Smarted is recorded and mixed at the Relic Room Studios. Our associate producer is Max Kamaski. The theme song is by Brian Suarez, with lyrics written and performed by Adam Tex Davis. Who Smarted was created and produced by Adam Tex Davis and Jerry Colbert. This is an Atomic Entertainment production. Who Smarted?